and welcome back. I am your host, Anime, or you could call me the Susan Anime O'Hagan. Either one is fine. Today we are going to be talking about the breeds of dogs and more about unicorns from the other day. This fun little book that just kind of has some fun facts about unicorns that I thought would just be fun to, you know, kind of get a sense of it. Okay, international unicorns. Humans around the world, not just Europeans, have been telling stories about unicorn-like creatures for thousands of years. This mythological creature, this mythological Chinese creature has a body of a deer and the long and rappy tail of an ox. Okay, where did we leave off? The story of... R-I-S-H-Y-A-S-R-I-N-G-A. India has a story about a different kind of one-horned animal, a unicorn-like man, in two ancient epic poems written in the language Sanskrits. There's a character named, I'm going to just call it R-A, R-A, who was born with a horn on his head. His father was a religious person who ate and drank, a little as possible, and his mother was a deer. Interesting. Ra's father raised him in the woods, where he encountered very few human beings. But one day, a king sent a woman from his court to find the one-horned man. There was a drought, and the king believed Ra could bring the rain back. When the woman reached the forest, she convinced Are to follow her onto a boat. Immediately, she took him back to the king. Once Are arrived, Rain returned to the kingdom. The king's own daughter agreed to marry the one-horned man. Are's father was upset to find his son gone, but when he discovered that Are had become a wealthy and respected man, he accepted that it had all been for the best. The epic skirt poems, Ray Mana and M-A-T-H-A-B-H-A-R-A-T-E are long stories about Indian heroes and gods. A map of unicorns near and far. A European traveler journeyed farther from home. They reported the existence of unicorns in places all around the world. P I B E twelve twenty four P A L E S T I N E thirteen eighty nine Mecca fifteen oh three Florida fifteen forty seven Mountains of the Moon fifteen seventy three Chirpin Mountains fifteen hundreds The Cape of Good Hope sixteen hundreds Scandinavia sixteen twenty eight Bronnix, 1673, the Canadian border, 1673, the Red River of Louisiana, 1719, Kosa Mountain, 1700s, Congo, 1861. But they always had secondhand information. None of them had actually seen a unicorn. Why are the unicorns in the Bible? The Bible mentions unicorns many times, but Hebrew Bibles, the original text, that's what this says, the book, not me, 
uses the word ram. Today's unicorn scholar believes that a ram wasn't a one-horned animal at all. The problem may have started with the 72 scribes who were hired by the king of Egypt to translate the Hebrew Bible into Greek. According to legend, they all had to work alone so that they wouldn't influence each other's work. So even they all came up with the exact same translation. Whoever made the earliest known Greek translation of the Bible didn't know what a ram was. The animal is never described as having only one horn, but the translation knew a ram was strong, powerful, and mysterious. Scholars believe it's possible a translator had read about the unicorn in C-T-E-S-I-A-S book and dedicate the ram was the same creature. Coniform writing is one of the earliest systems of writing used by the Samarines 5,000 years ago. Many years later, a zoologist solved the mystery of the ram. He knew of a similar word, R-I-U-M, written in ancient cineform, a kind of writing used thousands of years ago, and he realized that a rhyme and a ram just might be the same creature. He also figured out the identity of a ram. It was a large animal, now extinct, called an A-U-R-O-C-H. The A-U-R-C-H-S is the ancestor of a common animal, the cow. So it's safe to say the ram of the Bible would have been more likely a powerful giant ox than a unicorn. Real life unicorns. Unicorn scholars have tried to figure out what other real life animal may have inspired unicorn descriptions and reports of unicorn sightings. Indian rhinoceroses. The most obvious choice is the rhinoceros. In lives in India where reports of unicorns originate and has a single horn. Rhinoceros' horns are made of K-E-R-A-T-I-N just like fingernails and hooves. They are usually one or two feet long and can weigh up to six pounds. C-H-I-U, nope, C-H-I-R-U. Smaller than a horse, this turbulent antelope has two long, narrow, pointy horns growing from its forehead. But from the side, a C-H-I-R-U can look like it has just one horn. It lives high in the mountains that border North India. So it could have inspired the original rumors Caesar had, Celsus had. There are many types of horn antelopes, so the C-H-I-R-U-S is just one possible unicorn explanation. The Irox, like the Chibu, also has along the horns. AKPIS lives in Central Africa and look a bit like a few different animals paced together. They have striped legs like a zebra, a body like a horse, and a head like a giraffe. They actually are related to the giraffe and like giraffes they have horn 
like structures on their head called osocyacombs. They're very rare creatures and they may be the source of unicorn rumors in Africa. How interesting is that? And welcome back. I am your host, Lise Anime. Okay, so yesterday was International Sloth Day and I was going to post about it yesterday but I got so busy because Jade had a dentist appointment and then we were getting stuff ready for her birthday. But I did find a few things and I'll be posting some stuff you already know about sloths. International Sloth Day put spotlights on sloughing mammals. They have a reputation for being lazy but are sloths really lacking energy or are they just misunderstood? On October 20th, International Sloth Day, Zoo Tempa at Lowry Park is out to display some misconceptions about these medical critter critters. The animals care team at the zoo said the sloth sloshing pace about a foot a minute doesn't indicate laziness. It just means they move at a more luxurious pace than the rest of the animal kingdom. Sloths and steady. Not only do sloths move in slow motion, but so does their metabolism. M-E-T-A-B-O-L-I-S-M. In fact, the sloth has the slowest digestion rate of any mammal in the world. Their sluggish M-E-T-A-B-O-L-I-S-M is the major reason you rarely catch, rarely catch a sloth exerting itself. With food passing through multiple chambers in the stomach, sauce digestion process can take around a month from the time it eats to the moment it re it uses the bathroom. Just hanging around, sauce are a bo- a r b o r e a l animals, which means they live in trees in their native habitat in Central America and north of the Amazon River in South America. With trees offering them protection from predators, sloths spend the majority of their lives off the ground except when giving birth or de- a bathroom, going to the bathroom. They move through the tree canopy at the rate of about 40 yards per day, munching on leaves, twigs, and bugs. But they do spend most of their time sleeping between 10 to 20 hours a day blending in. By only leaving the trees once every five days or so, sloths protect themselves from being noticed by predators. When they do come down from the trees, moving slow becomes a sort of camouflage, allowing them to capture the attention of predators like jaguars and anacondas. They're also camouflaged by the algae that grows on their fur. While the sloths provides the algae with shelter and water, the algae provides the sloth with camouflage and extra nutrition that are observed through the sloth skin. There are six pieces of sloth species of sloth, 
some with two toes and some with three toes. Three-toed sloths have exact neck vertebrae that allows them to turn without moving their bodies. Say cheese. The facial structure of a sloth gives the appearance that they are constantly smiling even if they're in pain, under stress, or experiencing anxiety, so don't judge sloth's mood by the smile on its face. The care team at the zoo relies on their indicators such as appetite, the sounds they voice, and their behavior. Protect the sloths. Two of the species, six species of sloth rates high on the list of endangered animals, according to the World Life Fund. The pyramid three-toed sloth is currently endangered and the main three-toed sloth is considered vulnerable. The biggest threat to sloth is the destruction of its habitat by humans. International Sloth Day 2022 will be celebrated all over the world on Thursday, October 20th, 2022. The day provides a perfect opportunity to learn about these amazing animals and raise awareness about the problems they are facing, which is guardly leading to their endangerment. By becoming together and take action, we can not only help the sloth survive, but thrive. International Soft Day 2022 upcoming events. Below mentions are the upcoming days for International Soft Day for the next five years. International Soft Day 2022, October 20th, 2022, Thursday. International Soft Day 2023, October 20th, 2023, Friday. 2024, October 20th, 2024, Sunday. 2025, um, October 20th. Monday, uh, 2026 is a Tuesday. International Soft Day, October 20th, Thursday. Uh, globally, to recognize the important role that sloths play in the complete ecosystem and to raise awareness about the problems they are facing. International Interesting Facts About Sloths. Happy International Sloth Day. Let us learn some interesting facts about the slowest mammals on earth, the sloths, on this International Sloth Day. Everything is sluggish and slow moving for sloths, even digestion. It takes them around 30 days to digest a leaf. Sloths spend most of their lives hanging upside down from the tree branches. Despite having trouble in standing up, sloths are surprisingly good at swimming. Also, they are faster in water than on land. Sloths have very low energy, and by adopting a slow-paced lifestyle, they expand as little energy as possible. The largest extinct sloths were the size of elephants who sued to feed on the tough, furbous leaves. The sloth's hair is a home to many different organisms from megabytes, insects, to Fuji and algae. The algae covers fur of sloths sometimes works as a camouflage to avoid predators. The longest record lifespan of a sloth species is 43 years. Sloths are extremely vulnerable to deforestation and are listed on the IUCN read list of threatened species. All sloths are uh, designed to fall and survive. They can fall a hundred feet without injury.
indication of International Soft Day on October 20th was chosen to be observed as International Sloth Day to honor those adorable, slow-moving, leaf-eating animals. These animals play a very important role in this complex ecosystem. In terms of biomass, the percentage of sloth should be significant among the overall mammal living in a healthy tropical forest for a sustained ecosystem. Protecting sloths and their habitat are also benefits a whole host of other species. It is therefore important to conserve the natural habitat and the way of life of those three dwelling mammals. With its aim in mind, International Sloth Day will be observed. History of International Sloth Day. AIUNAU is a nonprofit foundation that works and contributes towards the protection of wildlife. Their work with sloth started in 1996 by the project UNAU and the foundation UNAU. The same organization created the celebration of International Soft Day every year on October 20th, according to AIUNAU. There is a lot that sloths can teach us. Respect, tenderness, joy. How is International Sloth Day celebrated? The world will observe International Sloth Day on 20th October with events conducting by local organizations, zoos, and schools all over the world. On this occasion, International Sloth Day Fest will be observed on the 22nd, Saturday in Puerto I'm not even... Oh. Uh, Costa Rica and people from all over the world are welcome to join the fest. For those who cannot attend in person, the event will also be watched during Sloth Week from the 16th to the 22nd of October. There are many other ways to which this you can celebrate this day. You can adopt a sloth, not really, but symbolically, and help with its conversation, sponsoring the sloth crossing is another interesting way to get involved. Plant more trees that are sloth friendly to regenerate their habitat for sloths. Take this day as an opportunity to learn more about sloths and teach others as well. I adopted a sloth not that long ago. Why do we celebrate Sloth Day? A way to hel of helping people get to know a little more about these animals and to keep them from going extinct. I love sloths. They keep me calm. I have a bunch of sloth things. I have like a sloth stuffed animal, a sloth squishy, a sloth pot that holds like my dry erase markers, sloth bag, a sloth purse. So I just love sloths and I hope you all had a great International Sloth Day. And this week I'm going to talk about birthdays because Jade's was today. I think it'll be interesting to find some fun facts about birthdays that we may not have known before. Okay, have a great and wonderful day. Now we're going to try to find the Adopt-A-Panda um, poster and see what happens if I can get this off right here. But yes, I adopt a panda, adopt a sloth, adopt a dolphin. And then I want to get more. I'm excited to get more of these. I do love contributing to animals. And of course, 
the Dr. Panda was the first one I got because it was the only one they had at Barnes and Noble. And then I asked my stepdad to get me a Dr. Sloth for, I forget if it was Easter or just the holiday or Mother's Day. Ooh, okay, giant panda. Wow. Diet location, habits, life cycle of a giant panda, the look, sleeping, eating, resting, okay. Sleeping 12 a.m., eating 3 a.m., resting 6 a.m., eating and walking around 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. to 3 p.m., so down period resting 6 p.m., resting and sleeping 9 p.m. to 12 a.m. Dang, there's a lot in this poster. A giant panda appetites for bamboo is insatiable. They eat bamboo 14 hours a day. That add up, adds up to about 28 LB. 12.5 kg of bamboo per day. Giant pandas have the autonomy of carnivores. However, they prefer to eat plants such as bamboo. They are more like vegetarians. Yay, pandas are like me. And source laughs. Based in western China, giant pandas now inhabit the S-I-C-H-U-A-N Genius and S-H-A-A-N-X-I preserves they inhabit the main mountain in those province. They only live in lowland areas, but farming, forest clearing, and other developments now restrict the giant panda to the mountains. Habitats. Giant pandas are Loners. They dislike being around other pandas so much that they have a heightened sense of smell so they can avoid one another pandas that are nearby. The only time that these pandas seek each other out is during mating season. Males will use their smelling ability to find a female partner when they are ready to mate. Life cycle of a giant panda. In the wild, the lifespan of a giant panda is 15 to 20 years. However, they can live up to 35 years in captivity. Newborn, 0 to 4 months. Chubhood, 4 to 24 months. Independence, 15 months to 2 years. Mature, 4 to 6 years. 6 foot, no, 60 to 90 centimeters, 1.5 through 3 feet in length. The look, giant pandas have a distinct appearance. Their thick back, black and white fur equips them for life in cool forests. Their white coat with black markings is unique with black patches around their eyes and ears, black legs, and a black band around the shoulders. They also have cute white tails. Eyes, teeth, and paws. Eyes, they have a good geographic memory and sense of smell, but they have quite poor sight. However, they have cat-like pulses, so they can still see ADE adequately to move around at night. Teeth. Giant pandas start to grow permanent teeth by the time they are seven months old. Their back teeth are about seven times the size of human teeth. With a wide surface area, the powerful jawbone and strong teeth of giant pandas help them crunch and grind bamboo. 
paws. Giant panda paws have five fingers facing forward and one thumb. An enlarged bone at the heel of the paw used for gripping bamboo, climbing trees, etc. And that is the last poster so far. And then we have these cute little um, postcards that I'm going to hang up. A sloth, and a panda, and these are so adorable and so cute. Let's see if we have an ad break for today. Our sponsor, ad break, ad break, ad break, ad break. Sponsor, 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 sponsor. And before we go to ad breaks or sponsors, let's get a little bit of a... Lennox. Other breeds such as the British Shorthair and A-B-Y-S-S-I-N-I-A-N have round-tipped ears. Two breeds have highly unusual ear caused by genetic mutation. The American Curl has ears that curl backward away from its face toward the rear of the skull. In the Scottish Fold, a fold in the ear cotyledons bends the ear down toward the front of the head. My cat either has pointed tips or round tips. I forget which, but his are folded or curled. It's funny though, because I always go, my dog has cat ears because she has pointed ears because she's a Chihuahua Yorkie. Little Pitbull, little American, but mostly your Chihuahua and Yorkie, and I find that kind of funny. Coat types. Hairless, short coat, long coat, curly coat. I didn't even know there was such a thing as a curly-haired cat. Coats are generally made up of three types of hair, down, on, and guard. Soft, wavy, down, and fine, medium length, on, from an insulting undercoat, while the longer, stiffer guard hairs from a protective outer coat. The legs and proportion of these types of hair are among the breed. Okay, among the breeds, and not all breeds, have all three types. Most cats are short hair, like their wild ancestor. Long hair is usually by a recessive A-L-L-E-L-E. In Persians, the hair may reach up to 5 inches, 12 centimeters long. Curly or rex coats are caused by genetic mutations. There are now several Rex breeds, including the Cornish Rex and American Wirehair. There are also breeds such as the Sphinx with mutations that cause hairlessness. 
Okay, cats come in a bewildering range of color and coats patterns. There are endless combinations. Some breeds are defined specifically for their color, such as the blue only K A nope. It's C H A R T R E U X and the other for just kind of coat pattern such as the pointed Siamese. In many breeds, any combination of color and pattern is acceptable. Coat color is produced by two forms of the pigment, menial and E-U-M-E-L-A-N-I, black and brown, and P-H-E-O-M-E-L-A-N-I-N, red, orange, or yellow. Red, orange, or yellow. My cat is orange and white except for white hair. All colors in a solid and diluted form are deserved from the varying amount of those two pigments and the staff of a cat's hair. A cat's A-N-C-E-S-T-R-A-O coat pattern is tabby. Selective breeding, however, has also created a wide range of other coat types. Most produced by the expression of relative A-L-L-E-L-E-S. Popular padding includes solid color coat and pointed coats. Smoke cats and coats that have a mixture of colors as seen in the tortoise and bio color. Well, Kevin's orange, like light orange, then he has like dark orange stripes and then he has white on his fur and paws. And a little mustache. My cat has a mustache. It's adorable and a little weird. Over all other color productions and cat patterns. Therefore, cats with colored and pattern coats have two receptive forms of the white. Solid white is considered a western color. Western colors, black, blue, red, and cream. Coat colors traditionally found in Europe and American cats, such as British Shorthair, Maine Coon, and Norwegian Forest Cats, are known as Western colors. Specifically, they are black and red, along with their respective D-I-L-U diluted forms, blue and cream, bio color, a mix of white patches, and one of the Western colors and solid white coats are often described as Western too. Today, Western colors have a global percentage, having been successfully introduced in Oriental cats. Burmese cats, for example, are often bred so that their coat bear Western reds and creams. Hmm, he might be bio-colored. I don't really know anymore. Western, Eastern colors, chocolate and cinnamon, and the respective diluted forms. There's chocolate, cinnamon, fawn, and L-I-L-A-C. Okay, are traditionally considered Eastern colors. These colors are thought to have originated in breeds such as the Siamese and Persian. Norway, however, this separation of Eastern and Western color is somewhat blurred. With cat colors having been transposed through breeding from one group of breeds to the other. All but the most convenient cat registry today except 
Eastern color in Western breeds and vice versa. British short hairs, for example, are accepted in Eastern colors. Ah, pigment in cat fur, solid, tipped, shaved, smoked, tricked. Other colors, light chocolate tipped, blue tipped silver, cream shade cameo, silver shade, silver solio, Rudy, blue smoke and black smoke. Hmm. Tip fur. When just the very tip of each cat hair, about one eighth of the overall length is strongly pigmented. The effect is known as tipped, shallowed, or chinchilla. The rest of the hair length is usually white, although in some breeds, yellow or reddish colors have also been produced. Tipping is controlled by the intention of several different genes. Some Burmills, Persian, chinchillas as Persian cameos have tipped coats. Shade burn. In shade coats, the upper quarter of hair staff has color. This pattern is produced by the same genes responsible for tipped fur, but as shade coats the coat appear darker on the back where the fur lies flat. A heavier degree of tipping in shades fur produces a dramatic ripping effect as the cat moves. Shade cats are accepted and sought after in many breeds, especially Persians. Smoke fur. About half of their staff, the uppermost half, has color and smoke fur. When still, many smoke cats appear to have a solid color with just a pearl neck, rough, but when the cat moves, the lighter roots become more visible, and the cat shimmer smokes are very popular and are found in many breeds, including the mink's exotic short hair and long hair shade. Maine Coons and Persian smoke kittens are often difficult to tell apart from solid kittens since the smoke effect can take a few months to appear. Ticked fur. Ticket? Tricked fur. Oh, brother. In ticked fur, in tick coats, the hair staffs have alternating pigment and pale band seed buck. The tips of the hair staff are always pigment. Ticked fur is a characteristic of many wild cats and other mammals, and it proves good camouflage. Tick, or A-G-O-U-T-I, hair makes up the lighter area of tabby coats. A full, unpatterned A-G-U-T-I-O coat is characteristic of Arbesian, and their long-haired relatives, Salmon Abasian, have four to six bands of color on each hair and up to 20. My cat has multi-colored hair. So I'm not sure what to say about that. Part color ragdoll. Part color British short hair. Oriental torto. Asian torto. Solid pointed Siamese. Turkish man. Non-pigment short hair with white bib and mittens. White spotted mane coon. See, my cat has white spots. Classic, spotted, ticked, and markled. 
It is so hard to tell with him. Partico color. P-A-R-T-I colored cats are partish. Have two or more defined colors in their coat. Partish includes biocolor and trio color cats and are found in many breeds, both short hair and long hair. Partso also includes T-O-R-T-I-E-S with white spotting. Even a small amount of white counts as part coloring. When tortoise shells have a high proportion of white fur, the pattern is described as calico or torta and white. Part colored cats are also always female. Triocolors. Triocolors or trio shells have distinct or mingled patches of black and red fur. Variations include the diluted forms of these colors, blue, L-I-L-A-C, fawn, and cream. The pattern usually only occurs in females. On rare occasions, the pattern may occur in a male, possibly due to commercial and Bajment tourists with tabby markings are known as patch tabbies, and these cats are classified as trio colors. Pointed cats with dark extermates and pale body fur are described as pointed. In Siamese and Persian colors, this receives a characteristic is controlled by a heart sensitivity involved in producing hair pigment that emphasis works only in the cooler extremes of a cat's body, hence the darker fur of the face, ears, paws, and tail. Other point patterns such as the V, in which the color is restricted to the ears and tail, are a form of white spotted. White spotted. A-L-L-E-L-E, -L -L -E -L -E, responsible for white spotting on a cat's coat, is dominant. It works by presenting areas of color fur to produce a coat that is biocolor or trio color. The effect can range from mostly totally white cat and the van pattern to cats with just one or a few patches and with the white is limited to the face, throat, belly, and paws. My cat has paws that are white, his chin is white, his belly is white, and he has like a mustache on his face that's white, and the rest of him is orange and striped in different colors. He is a very interesting little kitty cat. Well, I hope y'all enjoy and have a great and wonderful weekend. Bye for now. Okay, we're talking about Cocker Spaniels now. Okay, American is height 14 to 15 inches, 36 to 38 centimeters, weight 24 to 28 lbs, 11 to 13 kg. English height 15 to 17 inches, 38 to 43 centimeters, weight about 26 to 34 lbs, or 12 through 15.5 kg. Exercise. Energetic loves to explore and play. Exercise daily allow time for play in the yard. At home, small size means it's integral well likes to be outdoors exploring the yard.
American Cocker Spaniel is named more grooming than the, its English relative. Grooming daily and watch for pieces of twig, which may become caught in the coat after a walk outdoors. Common health issues. Eye and ear problems, especially in American Cocker Spaniels, only buy for a dependable breeder. Okay. History of the Cocker Spaniel. The Cocker Spaniel was recognized in its own right by the 1800s, having been bred from the largest land spaniel, which ultimately became the Spring Span Springer Spaniel, crossing with the English Toy Spaniel. Also contribute to its ancestry, it acquired its name from its courier, which was traditionally Woodcock, Moorcock, and Heacock, Black Guster. Its purpose was to flush these birds from underground and also to act as a retriever. The division that now exists between English and American Cocker Spaniels started to become apparent during the 1930s. Show stock in the U.S. became a type filled by its smaller size and more profuse coat. The muzzle of the American breed is also shorter and the top of the head is more round in shape. This clear division between the two strains were then formalized by the American Kennel Club. In 1946, when the American breed was recognized as separate from the English breed, making a choice in terms of temperament, there is really no significant difference between the breeds, each of which is known simply as the Cocker Spaniel in its homeland. However, the, the care of the smaller American Cocker is more demeaning thanks to its longer coat. Few breeds are more expert or easily thought than cocker spaniels but they do not they do need plenty of exercise they are not to become bored around the house coat care is important cocker spaniel coat can vary from pale cream to black often with tan prints or white areas feather ears the cocker spaniels long well feathered ears are set on the head alongside the lower part of the eye. Strong hip course power allows the spaniel to run well. Hmm. Whippet, an English toy spaniel. What is a whippet? Whippet it? Whippet. Whippet. Okay. The athletic nature of the whippet descendant that these hounds must have a daily run off the leash. This breed is a sprinter and is the fastest of all hounds based on its size. It is also very affectionate and makes a delightful companion. At a glance, friendly nature, soft silk coat, no notable doggy odor, very elegant appearance can be reserved for strangers. Okay, um, Personality, generally affectionate, shy with those it does not know, size, height about 18 to 22 inches, 46 to 56 cm, weighs about 28 lbs or 13 kg. 
Exercise these opportunity to run off the leash, preferably in open court. Country will chase wild animals. Take care of brown vehicles when the dog is off the leash. At home likes human companions. Keep out of the cold, wet weather. Behavior learns quickly and enjoys running after a ball. Train a puppy to come to you. Learn leashing likelihood it will run off when out in the butter life later in life. Grooming. Hair on the underparts may become thin, especially during molting periods. Requires minimum grooming. Use a hand glove to give the coat a good gloss. Common health. Thyroid and heart problems. Long tail, the tapper tail hanging low and curves up at the tip. Powerful feet. The feet have well arches, toes, and strong nails. Whippet color. The whippet can be bred in any color but black, blue, and bicolor. Board thighs. The muscular board thighs give purpose, power, and good action. The history of this is going on. Okay, that was weird. The history. Developed in northern eastern England, the Whitburn has been dubbed the poor man's racehorse. These dogs used to compete against each other, being raced along alleyways. Out in the field, their peace enabled them to catch rabbits and hares. The breeds Racy origins are unclear, but crossing involving terrors, including the Belichin, which arose in the same area, probably contributing to its ancestry. Manchester Terry may have played a part as well, along with both Greyhound and Italy Greyhound. Whippet racing as a sport because popular after the breed was taken to the U.S. in the 1800s. Originally, this began in Massachusetts and then became popular around Baltimore and Maryland. Temperament. Although the Whipperton may simply appear as a scaled-down version of the Greyhound, these breeds are different in terms of their personality. Probably as a result of its part terrier ancestry. The whippet is more vocal and has plenty of stamina. It also has a more assertive personality and a decidedly playful side, although in common with other sight hounds. The whippet is likely to be reserved towards strangers. It is gentle by nature, but it must be kept away from vulnerable household pets. Well, you would think my cat would be the vulnerable one. The cat would eat it. Which is so true. My cat would try to eat this thing. He tried to eat our dog already when he first, she first came. He's a crazy adorable cat. Okay. Uh, whippets are uh, Household pets such as rabbits. Whippets are not greedy dogs in terms of their feeding habits, but they will use their height 
other long bodies to stand up and steal food left within their reach on counters or table surfaces. Ah, they're like kitty cats like that. Okay, and now, English Toy Spaniel. At a glance, suitable for a home of children, easygoing nature, attractive color choice, tarnlet, adapts to city life, responsive, English Toy Spaniel. Although a loyal companion, this breed's popularity has faded significantly in recent times as a direct result of companionship from the Carvel King Annual Spaniels, which is a modern recreation intended to capture the English Toy Spaniel original appearance. Personality can become rather dominant by nature if spoiled, highly affectionate and significantly friendly, avoids spoiling and offering treats. Size, height about 10 inches, 25 centimeters, weight about 9 to 12 LBs or 4 to 5.4 kgs do not overfeed the dog or become a, a beast. Exercise needs relative short walks, not a particular athletic breed. Avoid exercise in the hottest parts of the day. At home, quite happy indoors if taken out twice a day. Provide that opportunity for the dog to go to the toilet at other times. Behavior relatively quiet gets along with other dogs. That's good. Grooming, brushing, and combing required. Wipe the insides of the ear and any tear strains with damp cotton balls. Common health, uh, heart disease, and other normal things that anyone can get. Compact body, the short compact body appears square in profile with a bored back, low tail, the tail, Set low, puppies may occasionally be born with a crook screw tail. Long hair, the coat has heavy writing of hair and advanced on the body, ears, and chest. And the history, the English Toy Spaniel is better known as its homeland. As the King Charles Spaniel reflects the fact that it was a favorite of King Charles II. It is Unclear whether he bought some of these spaniels back in 1660 after being exiled in Europe, but the original strain was primarily black in color with tan markings. The English toy spaniel comes in four colors, black with tan markings, which is the black and tan, white, black, and tan markings, which is tricolor, Prince Charles, the red and white blum, and the solid red rusty. At one time, these were considered the color of distinct breeds. Compares properties of English Toy Spaniel shows a dog that, in the late, late 1600s, adoring the, a relative long nose, but its appearance changed significantly during the 1800s. This resulted in the development of the much flatter face and somewhat smaller body, which is the typical of English Toy Spaniels. At home, English Toy Spaniels are very affectionate dogs and are an excellent choice for a home with young children because of their relatively tolerance disposure. These Spaniels are playful too. They do not require a large amount of exercise, although regular cheeks are essential to 
maintain their weight because these toy dogs are skeptical to obesity. The breed will settle well within urban environments and is training and straightforward. And then next time we'll talk about family friendly dogs. So stay tuned for that as well. Hope you all have a great and wonderful weekend. Let's see if we have an ad break for today. Our sponsor. Ad break, ad break, ad break, ad break. Sponsor, 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 sponsor. And before we go to ad breaks or sponsors, let's get a little bit of a... Part of Norwell. Unicorns love and marriage. In stories and art, young women and girls often help capture unicorns, and this led to unicorns becoming a symbol of love in the Middle Ages, and many experts think that any famous set of medieval tape series called The Lady and the Unicorn represents romantic love. One of the most known unicorn-themed weddings was in, 19, in 1468. Marguerite of New York, the Duchess of Burningham, Graham, B-U-R-G-U-N-D. She was the sister of an English king and was marrying a French duke. A set of narwhal tusks were hung over the table where the food was laid for the guests and people wearing a unicorn costume came into the hall and circled the table. Today not much has changed. Unicorn themed weddings are popular. And when a famous fashion designer created a unicorn wedding dress, he had two people in a great unicorn costume. Great white unicorn costume walking down the runway with the model. What does a unicorn wedding dress look like? It can have many layers of fabric pastels, rainbow colors, thousands of rainbows, glitter, lace, and even the image of a unicorn sewn across the front. But it's always a bit magical. How to defeat a unicorn. In the Middle Ages, Beastry Book, which were long records of all known animals, became popular. Many of them described unicorns and their natural enemies as if they were real hunters. As the unicorn tape series shows, hunters were dangerous to unicorns. Unicorn meat was not supposed to be good to eat, but a unicorn horn was thought to have special powers. Like modern poachers, the hunters may have been after the horn, not the unicorn itself. 
maidens. Hunters were often aided by maidens, unarmed girls and young women. Medieval people believed that only maidens had the power to lure the unicorn close. As one unknown noun explained in the 12th century, the unicorn surprised that a girl have no beard like some hunters do. So the unicorn believes that the girls are friendly, but when the animal moves closer, the hunters sneak up and kill it. Yeah, okay, my thoughts are don't do that. Elephants, according to medieval baristas, baristas. Elephants and unicorns were rivals who would s attack each other. The unicorn battle straggly spared the elephant in the belly with its horn. Lions had a sneaky way of defeating unicorns. When a unicorn started to charge, the big cat would run towards a tree. The unicorn would run straight into the tree and get its horn stuck in the trunk. It wouldn't be able to move. Only then would the lion attack. Great Scott, I spy a unicorn. Because unicorns were thought to be so powerful, astriacal, wealthy or important people who were often friends of the king started adapting them as symbols. Back in the 12th century, the king of Scotland included a unicorn as a royal coat of arms. Soon the unicorn became the national animal of Scotland. It's possible to find images of unicorns all over the country even at the front of a Royal Navy ship called the HMS Unicorn. One Scottish king in the 5th century had gold coins made with unicorns on them. They were worth 18 shillings. A half unicorn was worth 9 shillings. Today that would be 100. That would be hundreds of dollars. That's actually interesting. The Scottish unicorn is sometimes shown with a golden chain which may symbolize Scotland's strength. Since unicorns were almost impossible to catch, a king would capture one and keep it chained up to be pretty powerful. Petty powerful? The unicorn also happens to be an enemy of the lion, and lions are a symbol of England. Today, the two countries are united, but in the past, when they were at war, it was fighting for the lion and the unicorn's banners to face off against each other. Why do some unicorns have wings? In the 13th century and 40, 30th century and 14th century, 13th, yeah, I was like the first time. Art, unicorns often had wings, but natural historians like Caesar and the writers who followed never mentioned wings at all. And all the animals that might have inspired unicorns lived on the ground or in the ocean. Some did the idea come from. One example of is that artists thought of unicorns as monsters, or at the very least made-up creatures. Other imaginary animals like S-P-H-I-N-K-E-S and griffins were often pictured with wings. Naturally, artists eventually gave unicorns wings, too, as a way to signal how faithful, fabulous, and fantastic they were. What is a sphinx? The mythical creature known as the sphinx is the head of a human and the body of a lion. 
The Sphinx was thought to be very disloyal and untrustworthy. What is the Griffin? The majestic and powerful Griffin is a legendary creature with the head, wings, and tail of an eagle, and the body, tail, and legs of a lion. It is sometimes called the king of all creatures. Unicorn horns are for sale. After narwhal tusks started showing up in Europe and being sold as unicorn herds, people were willing to pay incredible amounts of money to own one. By the 1500s, a unicorn horn was worth 10 or 20 times in its weight in gold. The king of France owned a horn that cost 70,000 ducats, hundreds of thousands of dollars in today's money. Quite a fortune. Naturally, all sorts of royalty wanted unicorn horns of their own. Queen Elizabeth I of England was given a normal tusk as she called the Horn of Windsor. The House of Hanenberg, a family dynasty who ruled large parts of Europe for many centuries, had a narwhal tusked. The Horn of Denmark, built in the 1600s, is made of a real narwhal tusk. A scepter is a ceremonial staff used as a symbol of power, often by a king. The secret power of unicorn horns. One of the reasons unicorn horns were so expensive was that people believed they had healing power. We're going to leave off for there for now. And we'll do some more unicorn talk and what people thought were unicorns later on. I hope you all enjoy and have a great and wonderful weekend. Let's see if we have an ad break for today. Our sponsor. Ad break, ad break, ad break, ad break. Sponsor, 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 sponsor. And before we go to ad breaks or sponsors, let's get a little bit of a... educationally fun podcast you could check out my gummy bears pod youtube channel as well 
And now I'm going to say over and out. See you next time. I hope. Love you all. Heart my fans.